Hello, this is your Bible teaching program, Search for Truth, and it comes from your Bible teacher, Brian Johnston. The Bible tells us that as time goes on, knowledge shall increase. And in this technological age, it is certainly increasing phenomenally, and the prospect of further increase is unprecedented in our times in the 21st century. A lot of knowledge can be dismissed as trivial. A sum is significantly important, but some other knowledge is absolutely critical. It's literally a matter of life or death, and that on an eternal footing. Today's study title is Four Things God Wants You to Know, and here's Brian to tell us about them. Thanks, John. Houston, We Have a Problem is a piece of United States space programme jargon that has become an instantly recognisable expression well beyond the US. Many of us have been held as if spellbound viewing a live televised transmission of some daring space mission. I can recall during my final year in junior school, the teacher bringing a television set into the classroom so we could watch the historic drama of the first moon landing being played out. Times like that, if those astronauts in their fragile space vessel way out in space should communicate with the space centre in Houston saying, Houston, we have a problem, then our hearts miss a beat. Their lives could be hanging in the balance. Yes, some problems can be serious. And communications at times like that can be critical. The Bible is God's communication to us, in which he tells us that we have a problem. Before I come to that, allow me, if you will, another reminiscence. I remember in January 2004, while I was in the Philippines, reading in the Philippine Inquirer newspaper about a moratorium on drug dealers. As a result of an appeal by the Pope, their death sentence was postponed. The newspaper described those who were on death row and who were waiting for their fate to be determined as being the living dead of the Philippines. Some newspaper headlines are very effective. That must have been one because I've never forgotten it. And here's the point. I've some really good news for you today from the Bible, and it comes to you from the God who knows your name and loves you. But before you can appreciate this good news, you first need to realise that you're under a worse death sentence than those drug dealers. As sinners in God's sight, everyone born, not only in the Philippines, but anywhere in the world today, is born with an eternal death sentence hanging over their head. In other words, we are all the living dead of this planet. Dead in sins is how the Bible in Ephesians chapter 2, begins to describe those who don't know God. Now, I'm not here to tell you about how it can be postponed, but to tell you about how God has actually made a way back to life for you. And that's a way back to experiencing life in its fullest sense forever. And that's because in that same Bible chapter of Ephesians chapter 2, but this time in verses 8 and 9, there's an announcement about God's grace, which is the undeserved favour he shows us. 
But even as the Bible here tells us about God's amazing grace towards sinners, which is all of us, it also mentions that our own good works can't save us. This is because, as we've seen, we're actually dead in God's sight because of our sins. That's why we can't even begin to hope that God will be pleased by our good works and let us into heaven. Please allow me to illustrate how many people think so that we can realise for ourselves how utterly hopeless this kind of thinking is. Let's imagine again a dispute between neighbours which comes before a local magistrate. One man is accused of stealing his neighbour's motorbike. This is what he says to the magistrate. I am here today to demand justice. I don't want mercy or compassion. I simply want justice. In connection with the theft of the motorbike which I am being accused of, I admit that I did it. But there have been many other days when I did not steal his motorbike. I've even done some good things for him on a few occasions. So on that basis, I demand justice. I demand to be declared innocent and free to go. Now, let me ask you, what do you think the magistrate will say? Will he be convinced by this argument? No, of course not. And neither will God be if we plead that our good works should cancel out our sins. But I'm here to tell you positively that there's a way back to life with God and Calvary's cross where Jesus, God's son, died for you is the place where you begin. It was there where Jesus died that God solved our problem for us. What's more, Jesus came back from the dead to be our risen, living saviour. Please allow me to tell you a recent story of how, in another sense, a person came back to life. In 1997, the house Luz lived in was badly damaged by fire. This, it was suspected, had begun due to a faulty power cable. Her daughter Delamar's bedroom was so totally destroyed by the intense heat that no trace of young Delamar's dead body was ever found. Later, six years later in fact, Luz was attending a party where a six-year-old girl was present. Instantly, and impossibly, but with a mother's intuition, she knew she was looking at her very own daughter, presumed dead in infanthood. She pretended there was gum stuck to her hair and cut out a few strands for DNA testing, which confirmed that this was indeed her daughter. What had happened was that someone known to the family, a person called Carolyn, had visited just after baby Delamar's birth, claiming that she also was pregnant. Police believe she snatched the child and then set fire to the baby's bedroom to cover up her kidnap. Still more amazingly, Jesus, in reality, came back from the dead physically so that we can come back from the dead spiritually. He is God's provision for our problem, the problem we are unable to fix on our own. So, you may say, what exactly am I supposed to do? Well, this is how we must now respond. I want to use a story Jesus himself told in Luke chapter 15 from verse 17. We are asking, how does Jesus' death on the cross come to save us? We need to hear again the moral of the story of the prodigal son, which Jesus told in Luke 15. It's all about the boy who took his father's money and ran away from home. 
Later, he was sorry and came back. The father, when welcoming him home again, said about his son that it was as if he was alive again. Now, let me tell you this. God is like that father. But in order for things to be right again between us and God, we must come back to God the very same way that prodigal returned to his father. In other words, by not boasting about the good works we like to remember, but by admitting our bad deeds, the ones we'd prefer to forget. The prodigal did this after the Bible says he came to himself. In other words, after he came to his senses. You can read in Luke's gospel how his father had compassion, which confirms the boy was in big trouble from every point of view. Then finally, the son admitted, I'm not worthy. May I ask, have you spoken to God like that? That's the true way to come back to God, as if from the dead, turning your life round to find the way to life. The father said of his boy that it was as if he'd been dead and was now alive again. We've by now made it clear, I hope, that we are not good enough for heaven. But in case anyone thinks the opposite, that they are too bad for heaven, let me tell you about a young girl on a plane who was obviously travelling to visit her dad. Let me describe her to you. She's in a pretty dress with pink ribbons in her hair and black shiny shoes. All the time she's shouting out loudly, I'm going to see daddy. Every chance she gets while on the plane, she has a Pepsi to drink and a cake to eat. She keeps bouncing up and down with excitement until, well, you can guess what happened. She exploded. I mean, she was violently sick. Now, the little girl with pink ribbons in her hair and nice dress and black shiny shoes, now she's in a terrible mess. When people got out of the plane, as soon as it landed, escaping in a hurry from the mess and the smell, they were interested to see a man in a light-coloured suit of immaculate clothes heading for the plane. Surely this was her dad coming to meet his daughter. How was he going to react when he saw the disgusting mess she was now in? The little girl saw him and rushed towards him. In a split second, he saw the terrible mess she was in, but he didn't hesitate. He stretched out his arms and hugged her close. And that's how God, in his grace, welcomes us, as in fact the farmer did his rebel boy. There's no life that's too messed up. God wants to welcome you back as someone who was effectively dead to him, but who's alive again. Yes, today, right where you are, you can find your way back to life with God through Jesus' death and all by God's grace. According to John chapter 5 and verse 24, just by hearing and believing, you can pass in a moment from death to life. This is good news for all, for everyone, but you must come on your own when you come to God through Jesus. Just as I am.
So many thanks for your final talk in this series today, Brian. I'd like to remind all our listeners that uh, there's a transcript book of all the talks in this series. And if you'd like to receive a copy, you can download it online uh, from churchesofgod.info forward slash media. Or another way is that you can write to us and request a hard copy book be posted to you. Just ask for the title, It's Not Fake News, and don't forget to include your own postal address so we know where to send it. You can use email or the post, and here's our address. Search for Truth, Hayes Press, The Barn, Flaxlands, Royal Wootton Bassett, Swindon, SN48DY, UK. Our email address is sft at churchesofgod.info Many thanks for the pleasure of your company today because our programme is almost over. But I hope you enjoyed today's study. And next week we begin a brand new series and I'd be delighted if you could join us. But for now it's goodbye and very best wishes from our Bible teacher Brian, our producer David, our singers and me, John. So see you again soon. And in the meantime, we wish you God's richest blessings.